Welcome everybody again to our podcast. This is Tony. And this week we're going to be talking about knowing your flocks. Um, Proverbs 27, 23 to, through 4, 24 says, Be sure you know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to your herds. For riches do not endure forever, and a crown is not secure for all generations. You know, during Bible times, flocks and herds and crops... You know, that was their source of money. That represented their um, their livelihood. You know, today we have jobs and we have uh, investments where we put our money. We have uh, bank accounts. We have storehouses where we put our finances. But we also have, you know, we work and it's our source of income. We know God that provides. But, I, you know, I love Deuteronomy where it talks about forget not the Lord thy God for it's he that gives you power to get wealth. In other words, you gotta you got to have some movement, some faith to that. We don't just sit around waiting for God to bring money, but we go to work. You know, and in this passage, uh, the writer tells us, you know, to know the conditions of our flocks. Give careful attention to our herds. You know, it's vital for all of us to know the conditions of our finances, both what we have in our storehouse and where we earn our living. You know, when we, um, I remember years ago working for, uh, I was a cam technician for uh, a company that manufactured um, laboratory equipment. And um, Camtech, we worked with engineers down in Southern California to design circuit boards for our uh, product. And I remember going down to, every month we would do meetings with the engineers. And I remember one time going down to uh, meet with an engineer and uh, their top engineer was talking. And the company, we knew that the company was getting ready to outsource um, a lot of our work. And that meant less work for us. Um, Actually, it meant that things were going to change we were going to go from one aspect to manufacturing to another and um, it was believed that we were going to be uh, become more of an assembly team and I remember uh, this engineer making this comment he said all I know is I'll be the best assembly person they have you know and I think about that knowing the condition of your job he knew that things were going to change therefore he had made a decision and that was such a right attitude it really helped me Because a lot of times we're like, man, I love what I do, but we have to be flexible in the sense that things do change. And um, we have to know how to change and constantly grow. We'll talk about that some more. It says, you know, and think about it. You know, I've known people that are making a great living. They're doing one thing. And all of a sudden, their well of income dries up. Um, For me, some were prepared, some weren't prepared. I've seen people, I remember one time um, working in a church and our, the pastor's son had worked for a company for 20 years um, and they decided to outsource to close the local facility and he was devastated because he, although he had saved, he was very smart in his money, but he didn't know what was coming next. Um, he wouldn't, he didn't know what, what was going to, you know, happen next. Um, you know, it's it's important that we understand that, that we understand that uh, things do change. Um, it goes on, you know, with business as usual uh, gone, it's vital that one has multiple skills and continues to add to those skills. You know, one author I read talked about having multiple part-time jobs to make ends meet, and that was the new norm. Now, I worked for a company I, I mentioned earlier, the company that was outsourcing in China. 
that very company, the average employee there was 25 to 30 years when I started there. Uh, these people were long-term employees. Um, the owner was um, had been the same owner for years, and his philosophy was that people are my greatest asset, so he treated his people very well. He had a lot of perks. Um, they paid okay for the area, but it was the perks. It was the retirement. It was the, the just little things that they did that people really liked. And eventually that, that company, um, they outsourced to China, and then eventually they... Um, uh, closed the plant here and uh, moved uh, to Malaysia and all those people that had been there 25 30 years without a job um, You know and very few were prepared some had skills to go on and do something else Some did not have the skills to do that And uh, that's why what we have to do is if in looking at our flocks or looking at our source where we're our income is coming now again We know God is our source, but we have to work and work is not under the curse God put man in the garden, and one of the first things he told him was tend, work and tend that garden. So you and I, where, where work became a curse was after the fall, that um, man was going to you know, labor as the sweat of his brow. But here's the reality is we're not under the curse of the fall anymore. We're under grace, and when we come under grace, and you've accepted Christ, and you've found your purpose, and you do the job that God's called you to do, it should be very... Um, it should be very rewarding. And uh, that's that's the thing is, is when we find our place, God wants to put us in a place. The problem is a lot of people aren't where God has put them. And I worked another job and um, I only worked there a short period of time. Worked there one year. Day one, I knew I wasn't going to work there long because I didn't like it. And uh, so I made plans to go do something different. And um, when I gave my notice, the uh, manager told me, they said, uh, Tony, there's 25 uh, people out there that have the same position you had. And about 23 of them should have quit 20 years ago because they hate their job. They're miserable. They're, um, um, they're just unhappy. But they had to stay here because they had high mortgages. They had kids in school. They had you know, all these things that they um, it couldn't allow them to not quit. And so we need to realize that... Um, you know, we need to be prepared and begin to become life learners. You know, life learners are always adding skills to their toolbox, always adding skills. Um, you know, in this passage talks about riches don't last forever. Isn't that so true? You know, there's another passage in Proverbs, Proverbs 23, 5. The New King James says it like this. Will you set your eyes that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings. They fly away like an eagle toward heaven. The New Living Translation says it like this. In the blink of an eye, wealth disappears, for it will sprout wings and fly away like an eagle. You know, just as soon as we gain wealth, it seems like, and that's why we have to tend our flocks. That's why we have to always keep a, um, a check on what God has for us. Because sometimes the enemy will come in and steal. And you need to realize this, that if you're a tither, if you're a giver, that uh, the word of God doesn't say you rebuke the devourer. It says he rebukes the devourer for your sake. And it says that when he comes in, you know, God rebukes him. And um, he's also ordered to return what he's stolen. But sometimes it's not the enemy. Sometimes life just happens. It requires the use of money. Maybe it's putting a kid in school or maybe it's, um, you know, 
it could be a number of things, but we need to realize that money does fly away. But then there's also mishandling. That's where this scripture comes in. We need to make sure we don't mishandle our money. You know, so many people will get raises or they'll get a better job and then all of a sudden their standard of living goes higher. In other words, they begin to spend more. They don't save. I know I, I know people, I know businesses, I know ministries that don't save a dime. They give it all away. And then when times hit, and I worked for one church that uh, they would just spend everything that would come in, literally. And then when uh, the riches flew away, when the, the money people weren't there anymore, they had died or they moved away or they left to go to another church, whatever it might be, when the money dried up, then they were bouncing checks. And the reality is, is we need to, we need to prepare for tomorrow. Uh, sometimes, you know, I, I, you know, one of my goals is to have a relief fund to, to the point where if a COVID ever hits again or there is a need that arises, that um, I have the money to take care of my family for a period of time. And uh, we all need to have that goal that we, we not only debt-free, but we also, um, I'm not talking about hoarding. I'm not talking about not giving. I'm talking about being smart. You know, we give 10%, we save 10%. You know, so when things do come up, we do have the money to take care of it. And, um, you know, just as quick as one gains wealth, it can fly away. Um, so we need to realize that. And I just want to encourage you to do, check your flocks, check your accounts, check your business or your ministry, check your jobs, etc. You know, if you see a trend, you see something changing in your job situation. You know, I got one friend that um, was in construction and he did a certain specific, he specialized in a certain kind of construction. And then when the economy shifted, he made adjustments in how he built and he made adjustments in in what kind of work he did, you know, things that he wouldn't do before. Now he was doing because he had adjusted to that, you know, um, find out where your money's going. Uh, make sure you learn and grow. So when change does come, you are ready, you know, and if the new norm is having more than one, um, you know, more than one job, then you need to learn the skills. And I just want to tell you, you know, if you research online, you'll find that, um, there are many, many, even free, um, trainings out there that will help you to hone your skills and be more prepared in case something does change. So again, this is Tony Henley. Thank you so much for listening. I just pray blessings upon you. You can go to our website, TonyHenley.org. Um, check out our podcast or our blog rather, uh, TonyHenley.blog. Um, there's a link on our website as well. And you can also, uh, you know, subscribe to our podcast. We are a 501c3. If you uh, so choose, you can donate. It is tax refund. You know, we do get a tax. You do get a tax receipt for that because we are a 501c3. Uh, Tony Henley Ministries has been uh, around since 2004, about 17 years. Um, And uh, we just so appreciate, so honored that you would take the time to listen. Thank you. Until next week. (laughs) 